and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations for whatever we read. Amy, what did we read this week? We read Escapade by Joan Smith. Was this a recommend? This was indeed a recommend. It was recommended by Karen uh, in the USA. Yeah, out of Chicago, I wish. Yes. Yes. Hi, Karen. Thank you very much. We Ahoy to you, my friend. So enjoyed the first Joan Smith we read. So that one. when I, yeah, the imprudent lady. Imprudent lady and... I was going through my little list of things to read and I was like, oh, I could go another like Regency romancy one. So I was looking through the list of our recommends and things we have pending and what I was supposed to be reading and rah, rah. And then I was like, oh, I guess I'll do Escapade. And I think you'd e- like texted me a couple of times about it, about trying to source this book. And it's of all of Joan Smith's entire very, very prolific published works, yes. Escapade is the only one you can't buy in Australia on, on Kobo. Kobo. It was so weird. I even looked into if it had been called something else and I couldn't work it out. So anyway, I bought it on Apple Books, which was fine. But when I downloaded it and saw the cover art, that was the first time, because I'm terrible at like names, remembering who wrote titles. what or names of characters in books or whatever. It's just a thing that falls out of my brain. And as soon as I saw the cover art, though, I was like, oh, my goodness. It's another Joan Smith. So thank you very, very much for the recommendation so because I was so excited to read this one. Do you want to do the spoiler free? I'm going to try. I believe in you. It's a Regency romance, as Kimberly alluded to. I did. Did you see how I did that really well? Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> Without my clunky beginning. So the two main characters are Miss Ella Fairmont and the Duke of Clare. And, and I would say Ella's Aunt Sarah. Ella's Aunt Sarah, Very yes. heavily. And... Side characters, uh, her Ella's grandma sort of appears. Her mum never appears. <laughs> no, her mum, well, she's in the seas. She's, yeah, she goes to stay with her aunt and her aunt's mother, so her grandmother, for, for the, the season, season in, London. in town. Yeah. So Ella has basically decided she's on the shelf. She's been out for a couple of years. She's in her early 20s, so she's pretty much a spinster now. And she wasn't a great success as a debutante. Well, that's because they. she is kind of shy and didn't – she has kind of this razor wit and is very funny and cutting and all those sorts of things, but gets quickly overwhelmed by crowd situations and overwhelmed by the fancy people in the ton and just kind of is silent and is rather plain looking. And particularly when people, like, if someone likes her, she finds that she gets very shy in yeah. that situation. And so her aunt always felt that they could have actually made quite a lovely match for her if the ton knew her the way she was at home. Doesn't work out. Ella doesn't get any offers. And what she does find is... She wants to write a novel. That she's sharpening her novel writing powers by basically writing a gossip column so ella wants to write a novel and somehow it's unclear at the start but at the end of the day somehow she and her aunt and her grandmother end up penning a gossip column for a popular london newspaper under the pseudonym mrs prattle yes and And mostly mostly it's ella who writes it but because her her aunt goes to some social events that ella doesn't go to ella goes to the debutante stuff and her grandmother is in with like prinny and all of his crowd the regent 
Prin- the Prince Regent's crowd. So together they can they cover, cover everything. And but society thinks it's just one person. Hmm. Shades of Lady Whistledown, Bridgerton fans. Yeah. And the brunt of a lot of her stories in the gossip column is the Duke of Clare because he's a, he's bit, a bit irreverent. Of a rogue. He's yeah. a bit irreverent. She likes to comment on his various different activities with a little bit of a sort of moralizing tone. He's very attractive. <laughs> and, and and he is the most eligible bachelor in all of England. So the other flip side of it is they're trying to sell papers. So Oh yeah, and know, it absolutely sells. Yes. And so she knows uh, he's he's such an easy target, basically. So pretty much anywhere he goes, anything he does, he will, it will be commented upon with cutting, snidey, you know, moralising kind of tone and from Miss Prattle. To the most part, he doesn't care. Just dis- doesn't care and disregards it. But there is a little voice in his head that's like, damn Prattle, does she hate me? But also because she calls him out for, like, being indolent. Indolent? Yeah. And not taking, taking up, up his, his seat, seat in the House of Lords, not doing enough charity work, yes, not really advocating for mm. political, you know, bills that are really important and would have more success with his weight behind it and he doesn't bother. So he seems to just not be bothering to help anyone or do anything. And so she kind of calls him out. And that's one thing that kind of cuts a little too yeah. quick. He's yeah. got prattle on his back. Yeah. So he's also getting on, not really. But he has decides to have a house party. He runs away from London for some reason, can't remember why. But he when he runs away from London, one of the women he's been flirting with from a very prestigious family who's kind of boring but is the perfect lady. Lady Hon- uh, Lady Honor. Oh yes, yes, yes. She invites she has, herself he and has her mother. Not been flirting at all. He's like, I'm going to go away to my estates. And she says, I shall come with you. Yes. And she's just that kind of person. And she's so decided he's the only person who's like, worthy of her. Worthy of her. Um, she's very tedious. So he's like, oh no, if it's just her, I'm going to end up married to her by the end of the day. Quick, invite other ladies. So he invites some pretty things that he flirts with. Yes. Belle and Sherry, yes. whose surnames I've forgotten. And of course, their mothers as well. Lady Sarah inveigles an invitation as For well. She and, and the Duke are friends and go way back. So it's appropriate she brings Miss Fairmont Ella. And at Several the estate, thing, there's some bright Even young numbers, things. That's the thing. And basically they get there and the Duke hasn't really thought about anything to entertain them and but it's it was very like a, tedious but it was the last it was a last minute thing he, yeah. he was running away from london for a reason i've forgotten and then when they all turned up they were like so what are we going to do and he's like i don't know and i don't particularly care so ella ends up kind of just getting the hump with him and her ability to maintain kind of meek shyness at short events that only go for a couple of hours Basically, that lasts her like a day when she's away yeah. at the at the house party before she starts being like, "Oh God, you're the actual worst. We should now do this." And she becomes more her razor sharp wit self, yeah. and shenanigans ensue. So there's lots of games and quests and adventures that Ella creates, and lots of little sort of comedy moments, and and ultimately, at the end of the day, the more she gets to know who he is really 
the more kind of guilty she feels about the whole Prattle yeah. situation. And obviously the Prattle thing is a central plot point because Who is of Prattle? course it is. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Who anyway, will the Duke marry? That's it. So, You're done. Put a fork in you. Yep. And I'm going to put it into you now. What are your thoughts? I don't think that metaphor works, You're does not, it? You are not allowed to extend on people's metaphors. Do you understand? Yes, Kimberly. Thank you. What did you think of Escapade? Thank you very much. I would love to tell you. I thought it was really slow getting started. I didn't like Ella. I was like, oh, no, you're the worst. And the Duke of Clare was just so – it was all really shallow and insipid, and I was like, no, oh, I'm so disappointed. And he didn't really like her, and she was such a meek little mouse. And I and I was just like, Ugh. it actually made me annoyed with her in like a in like a keyboard warrior kind of way. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you say it to my face, by all means. Like, if you're going to be the sassiest person in the town and have all these set downs for everyone, say then you better face. be sassy to my face mm. as well. So this kind of idea that she is this meek, mild mannered, submissive creature, but then goes home and writes all these awful things about people and is like a real stickler for everything kind of made me be like meh but as it progressed at the house party and the house party was by far like the perfect location for this book to be set like it needed to be in an intimate and a small hastily thrown together very kind of chaotic house party is a hundred percent what this book needed and as we got to know both of them a bit better behind kind of more behind closed doors in a more intimate setting. I really, really liked them both. So Mm. then I really liked Ella and I really liked the Duke of Clare and I really liked the kind of friendship that they struck up. That was really kind of heartwarming and lovely and ever on the lookout for these kind of things or how we're being manipulated by authors, you know, to go along on the story with them. I think that's really good writing. Mm, that, that it was enough to, and yes, that it was enough to keep me engaged and continuing to read because it mirrors what the book is about, which is that idea, you know, thematically, that idea of public persona mm. versus who you really are. And it was kind of just this idea that they just got to know each other better and therefore could be more themselves as well kind of thing as time went on. And that I really, really liked. So I thought that was kind of cool that that was parallel i thought they were really entertaining in the end by about a third of the way in so when i say like it's slow and rah, rah, it was about a third of the way in that i was like nope i'm hooked this is amazing it so by a third of the way in getting I was to the house party in. that was sort of the point that yes. they got there so i would totally read it again i would definitely recommend it it was another absolute awesome joan smith in joan smith I've already forgotten. Yes, Joan Smith. Since the start of the podcast episode, I've already forgotten who she is. Mm -hmm. Yes, so another great one by her. Absolutely loved it. Loved both of them. Love, and she writes friendship. She writes genuine friendship between men and women. That's what we really liked about Imprudent Lady. Beautifully. Oh my goodness. And yeah, so thank you so much. Can people continue if you've read? Because she has so many books, it's overwhelming. I don't just want to dive in. I really no, because we people... dove into Aunt Sophie's Diamonds and yes, that was, it was silly. Yes, it was terrible. So I just need people to just trickle to me the best ones of Joe Yes, Smith. please. That's what I need. Yes, please. I mean, all the rest are available in Australia. Yeah, so so we can, if we can find Escapade, we can find... We'll find any. We're prepared John to. Smith. So if people can just, like, please email in and just be like, great, like, glad to you, loved it, girls. Here are the ones you need to also read from her catalogue. We're yeah. in the mood right now. In the mood, right, yeah. like as in send that email the Tomorrow. second you hear this. Loved it, thought it was terrific, really 
heartwarming, blah, blah, blah. Would read it again. Definitely recommend. I think that's all the things I have to say. Yeah. Those are good things. Thanks. What I, did you think? I thought it was heaps of fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And like the, you, I would the, totally the, read it again. And I would probably, when I read it again, I will start from the house party. I will start from their arrival. Oh, at there's the house some party. Georgia Hairs I really like, but yeah. I skip to a 40% in and then I yeah. read it. So I liked It's him. not even that far in, though. It's really only the like setting up who Miss Prattle it's is in that really world. 30%. It's like three chapters. It's like three chapters. Yeah, it yeah. takes until Sarah gets the invite. So, yeah, I liked him very quickly. I liked his sense of humour. And yeah. what I really enjoyed, and this was in the slow bit, but, like, for instance, I'm currently listening to Lady Equality by Georgia Hare and nothing happens in that book. And, Can't Kim, you book. would hate it like fire. Really but sometimes I just have a great deal of patience for just sort of meandering narratives. But I really enjoyed how in this we got to know him through the gossip column. Yeah, it was fun. And then we cut to him. And but that's he's... the thing I was saying, that idea that public perception versus who you really yeah. are is, yeah, it's... Because I thought he could have been a big old grumpy bum, but he actually had a nice sort of sense of humour and the things that he cared about in terms of what the gossip column, like the critique that Prattle was making on him, were believable. Yes, and the things he cared about, I the thing that got me with him, and it was in like chapter one or two when he's reflecting on Prattle yeah. and blah, 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 it was him essentially saying that most of what she says he doesn't care about because yeah. when he says things that are rude or behaves in a way that is perceived as rude, it's because other people are being rude and they freaking have it coming. And that's kind of just how he, how he rolls is he doesn't pull punches from people who are being snide and awful to others. Like he's you know, going to kind of give them what they deserve. But when Prattle started critiquing the things he did care about, which is his sense of duty and mm-hmm. and those kind charity, of charities politics, and things like that, that stuff. In even in that second chapter, he's like, that did give him the kick that he needed to then go and make change. Yeah. So it wasn't, he's not just like, well, I don't like her and anything she says is crap. He is very much like the things that I feel guilty about she kind of ribs me about and then I go and make do different behave differently or choose differently. He was capable of change and rational things. Absolutely. And I really enjoyed his relationship with his mum. So there were some me fantastic too. characters in it. Lady Sarah was a great side. Yeah, character. I loved Lady Sarah. I really liked I liked um, the young boys. Like yeah, the boys, but the like the, the young, guys. The guy the gentleman at the party. Yeah. I loved them. The two ladies, Sherry and Belle, were irritating. But, but they were meant to be. And Honor, they were all just meant to be sort of irritating yes. one dimensional foils to Ella at it, but Sarah was great, and the mum is just such a lovely character creation. The I thought the obstacle was well managed without damaging how much I liked either of them. Yep, agreed. and didn't drag out because sometimes you know the you're like oh where am I eighty percent through the book and now the obstacles there Ugh. yes yes <laughs> and so that yes. was really nicely resolved in a way that didn't overstate its welcome and left me feeling like yay oh that was beautiful and sweet and I'll read it again I found I found the the moment of of kind of like the public kind of moment of resolution mm. awesome yeah it was I loved like. It. Me- this book left me with a huge smile on my face. Yeah. So, Treasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely Treasure. Recommend treasure. treasure. And yeah. thank you so much, Karen, It's one of those recommendation. ones when we get to the end of doing the podcast episode for it, I'm like, oh, I could go back and read that now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a couple. There's been a couple that we've done that I'm like, we've finished talking about it, and I was like, I 
did really enjoy that. I, I think when we did Brunswick Street Blues, I literally went back and started it yeah, again that you night. Did. Yeah, That's true. It was so good. All right. Thank you so much once again for spending some of your time with us. We really, really value you. Join us again next week. We will bring you more spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations for whatever we read. And until then, happy, happy reading! reading! And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.